1: When you hear the lion roar, it's time to hit the door for the betting window. Bet MGM <laughs> tonight. Hey, do us all a favor here. Like the subs- like the subscribes. It's Friday.
2: Likes and subscribes.
1: Like and subscribe the podcast. I remember when
2: you used to say the, the what was it, the Dodgers? I then,
1: said it one time. And you the, said
2: it a few times. Dodgers. Dodgers,
1: okay. yes. Yeah,
2: and then we kept going back yes. to it because my mom always says, you know, you beat a dead horse and then you just keep beating it.
1: No, you actually so in the broadcast again. game. When something like that happens, you just pass over it. Like when you listen to some of these dum dums correct themselves.
2: Oh yeah, you I can't was taught. Do that.
1: I was taught by some of the greats that if you make a mistake, nobody nobody heard the mistake. The only way that anybody's ever going to remember the state the mistake is if you go is back and someone, you correct the mistake.
2: If someone comes in, like I can say, say right hey.
1: now. Oh man, Tony Snell dropped thirty two points. Somebody's driving in Chicago right now, listening to six seventy. The score like.
2: Oh, how about that?
1: I don't even know if Tony Snell's in the league right now. It's probably on your team. Went to New Mexico. I know he that. was oh, yeah. on my
2: team last year. I held the year. door You're for him right. one time. He
1: said, thank you. And I was like, I like this guy. And he went to high school with Kawhi Leonard. Hashtag people forget. I did
2: push-ups with Tony Snell. Did you? Yeah, I did. We did a little push-up challenge together. Very nice guy. Did you win? Uh, no. Obviously not.
1: Well, I mean, I don't know. <laughs>
2: it, wasn't
1: there... Who was it that couldn't bench? Like, he couldn't bench. The- oh, wasn't Mark, it Kevin Durant? Mark,
2: ja- Mark Jackson couldn't do push-ups. But, yeah, Kevin Durant couldn't bench.
1: Like, Mark Jackson, like, like with the all due respect Mark Jackson? Yeah.
2: He can't do push-ups? He had never done a push-up before uh, he met me. Man. Isn't that a story? That. That's crazy. I see him sometimes, like, out and about, like, covering covering the league or whatever. Mama Day goes that And man. I'm like, you remember me, Mark? And he's like, yeah. You got me to do my very first push-up.
1: Does he ever say, there goes that woman?
2: There goes mama, there There goes goes that woman woman who made me do my push ups.
1: Remember when he coached the Warriors? Oh, yeah.
2: And they had like 50 wins?
1: And then they uh, replaced him, and now they have a bunch of championships with Steve Kerr?
2: I think they could have gotten a championship with him. There's a lot of people that think think that not, not, but I think they could have.
1: Do you think Steve Kerr... Is a good coach. And I'm talking like like an elite coach. like will well, never
0: truly know is the honest
1: answer. Right. I think
2: last year proved that he was. Like last year was a really important coaching moment for him.
1: Because really quickly on this, uh, and I want to get to your Crick's pick. So really quickly though, because like, you know, Phil Jackson was, was the master. He was the Zen master, right? But like, look at the teams that Phil always won with, right? And I've always talked about this with my dad, because I think Phil is the great... If he's not the greatest coach, I don't know, like, you could go Red Auerbach, Greg Popovich, whatever your flavor is, but Phil will always be considered one of the greatest because of all the championship rings Mm -hmm. and the teams that he's coached. 72 and 10 Bulls, obviously, 95, 96. But, like, he had Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, Dennis Rodman. Even before that, he had Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen. Kobe and Shaq. Then he had Kobe (laughs) and Shaq, right. Kobe and Powell. So what I'm asking you guys, like, do you think that he could take... Uh, like the Toronto Raptors a couple of years ago, Nick Nurse did a hell of a coaching job, especially in that series against Milwaukee. But like, do you think that like, Phil Jackson could do that with that team, I or don't. Steve Kerr could do that with that team?
2: I, I think Steve Kerr could. I don't know if Phil Jackson could.
1: In today's, so, so you're saying Steve Kerr is a good elite coach? I
2: think he is. Okay,
1: yeah. yeah. He's, he's, I to I've
2: I've learned from just from last year that he has, and I think that had to do with the development of the guys and him really keying in. I think there's not a complacency, but it gets gets a little harder to continue to sharpen your knives when you have a dynasty with Kevin Durant and Steph Curry and Clay Thompson and Draymond Green and all a bunch of role players. So, like, I think that last year was a huge test because you had guys like Bialica and Otto Porter and Gary Payton, the second that all became very valuable role players. They would probably do nothing anywhere else.
1: I agree. I feel like he did have to win that one. Even though, you know, they got the first one and it was Steph, Clay, and Draymond. I loved that team, you know, before KD went there.
2: Me too.
1: Uh, Quick scores to get to you really quickly because we got to get to your Crick's picks. NBA Boston with a 102-95 lead over the Heat. Looks like they're going to win that game. Hawks up 102.92 on the Magic. They're 10.5-point favorites. Trey Young cooking right now because, of course, he is. It's not the playoffs and I didn't bet his points. Nets up 197 on the Raptors. They come back. Brooklyn now a 4.5-point favorite. The Knicks beating up on the Pistons tonight, 115-94. to And then the Grizzlies do have a comeback in them. It's tied up at 89 in the third quarter with 4.30 to go. Oh, my God. Wow, the Jazz come back and take the lead on the Timberwolves. The 1-0 Utah Jazz. Call it a rebuild. I thought that was 50 cents. Uh, 85-81 over the Timberwolves. The Jazz are now favored in this game. One and a half points. 3-2 lead for the Phillies in the NLCS. Yes, that game's in the bottom of the six. I don't want to waste any more of your time. Where are you heading with your Cricks picks for college football this Num-
2: week? Number one, I'm going to go with Iowa, plus 29 at Ohio State. I know that Ohio State's a really, really good, potent offensive team. But Iowa, very good special teams, very good defense. Cannot wait to see Ohio State try to move the ball on this Iowa team. They're seventh in the country in total defense. They're third in the country at pass defense. They're third in the country at scoring defense. And then the more important thing, the most important thing, I think, is that they're first in in the league, first in college football in explosive plays, right? And giving up explosive plays of 30, 30 yards or more, right? And that's what Phil Parker wants to do. That's what this defense wants to do is limit the explosive plays. And I think the simplicity of their defensive scheme allows them to key in and scout teams like Ohio State and figure out what their ticks are. Figure out what their tells are. OSU is an offensive juggernaut. This is a very numbers play for me. They are a beast. I love Ohio State. I just don't see them winning by over 30 points. I just really don't. Uh, so I like that. I played that on Monday. That was my, one of my very first plays of the week. It didn't really move. I thought it might. It actually moved from 21 to 29 and a half and then did not move up or down from there. Um, but I like that. I played that early. I played that alongside of Texas. Uh, I played Texas at four and a half. That's at six and a half now. Don't know necessarily if I like that as much then, but I definitely wouldn't take Oklahoma State. Uh, Kansas plus 10 at Baylor. I know the numbers are telling me to take Baylor. Yeah, same. Because it keeps going up, but I can't do it. Like, I just can't. Like, I have to bet Kansas. Same here. Baylor literally got their defense shredded last week. And I don't know. I like Jason Beaton a lot. I'm not sure that you can keep him out of the end zone, especially after such an embarrassing loss at Oklahoma last year. And maybe Baylor's loss, that sort of gross loss, was an anomaly because they had to play at West Virginia, which is a very tough place to play. But Baylor just hasn't really looked that good. Uh, No college football team has been better against the spread in their last 10 games than Kansas. They're 9-0-1 against the spread in their last 10. They're getting 10 points at Baylor that just gave up 43. I think Jason Bean's going to cook. I think he's very, very slightly a step down from Jalen Daniels. So I like the Jayhawks here and in, in, in the points. History says they'll cover. My eye test says they're co- they'll cover. The line movement doesn't, but I, sometimes I can't just take the line movement and use it as gospel. No one really believes in Kansas, even though there's been a little bit of steam and a little bit of hype train on them. 59% of the, of the bets are on Kansas. Jason Bean's over one and a half touchdown prop is plus 125. I feel like that's sort of stealing money. So I like that one. Here's here's where this is an emotional play. Um, is UCLA plus seven? I'm gonna buy the points. UCLA, I think, is a really good team. Obviously, a, a team that is the only undefeated team left in the Pac-12. And Oregon's really good at home, homo, as we know. They're 14 and three against UCLA since 2000. They've won the last three matchups, last seven in Austin, 11 and four against top 10 teams. Obviously, this is a team that has Bo Nix, which I do not trust. Do I trust Bo Nix more than I trust DTR? No. What I about
1: Anthony Brown?
2: <laughs> I trust Bo Nix more than I trust Anthony Brown, slightly. But they don't have Travis Dye anymore. Yeah. And so I just think Oriens has looked good at times and then has looked really, really bad at times. And UCLA, I think they're going to have a really a, a set of focus, even at Autzen Stadium, against a team that has a Bo Nix who's very up and down. I could see this being a very high-scoring game. Probably wouldn't touch the total, what is it, 70-and-a-half right now? That is a really yeah. high number. I know the, the the math is telling me to take the under. Probably wouldn't wouldn't take anything there. But I've just got to take UCLA plus seven. I think UCLA could win this game. A, I can't understate or overstate how hard Autzen is to play in. Like mm-hmm. That's got to be one of the toughest places, if not the toughest place, in the Pac-12 to play. Maybe Utah, I guess. But I just like UCLA in this spot. I like them against an Oregon team that has a very inconsistent Bo And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's a BYU situation, but I just think UCLA is a lot better than, than BYU.
0: Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing. However you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Up for a $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash Odyssey Podcast, all lowercase. Go to Shopify.com slash Odyssey Podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash Odyssey Podcast.
2: Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. You know, emotional plays. You know, Sam Westmoreland, 18-year-old kid, Mississippi State offensive lineman, he died this week. Incredibly, incredibly sad stuff. His teammates now have to play a game against Alabama, and everyone knows that Alabama can be got right now. This offensive line just had a birthday party for Sam last night. So Coach Lee shut down practice to all outsiders this week. This feels like a first-half emotional cover for, for Mississippi State. One of my first, one of my first and favorite sort of bets to play this week because of that, and I think this team comes out incredibly emotional, incredibly passionate for for their teammate. I think they're going to be wearing number seventy eight on their sleeves this week, so I like them especially in the first half to keep it close. Those are my plays. I like
1: it. I love it. I like too. all those. I like Kansas this weekend too. Even if I mean, I don't care. What do you
2: guys think everybody about UCLA said, in this spot? Said, though everybody
1: said Tennessee was too public last week and they won that game outright. It's true. Um, man, that's tough because like UCLA right now, they look really, 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 really good. Like DTR is playing, he's healthy, which helps. Like he wasn't healthy last year, but Charbonnet is the real deal, man. Like I think he's an NFL back. I don't know. I mean, this is a really tough game to call because I would bet, I, I would be tempted to take the points with the undefeated UCLA team.
2: Right. Especially exactly.
1: because I can't, the, the only time I backed Oregon this year it was week one against Georgia, and they couldn't even cover 24 and a half points. They got blown out, but they've been much better since. Bo Nix is better at home. but I don't know. It does seem a little inflated. I think they win. I just don't know that they do it by a full touchdown. That's why it's a stay away for me.
2: Yeah, that's a lot of points. It's really just if if UCLA ends up covering that number That's what I win money. If not, that means that Oregon has had a great day and I feel good as a fan.
1: It's probably, yeah, like kind of what I did with the Wizards tonight. And I was, you know, happy to win the bet, but the Bulls stink. They're one and one, not overreacting to that. But last week, I bet the Jets. I should have done it on the money line. I gave it out on the bet QL shows, but I didn't actually take the money line, but I did take the seven and a half. And even though I say I'm not going to do it, and Washington stinks, they do have a pretty solid defensive line they could get after the quarterback. I'll probably bet against Green Bay, too. And then if they actually roll by seven, I'll feel better even though I lost the money. So I, I do like what you do there. I, UCLA, Oregon is a total pass for me. I don't get why it's six and a half. UCLA Gun to head, feels one, too easy. Gun to my head, I'm taking UCLA. Really? I have to, right? Uh-huh. You
2: just, it's like... I would. Austin's really a, a tough place to play, but dog, you guys almost I, lost to Oregon or Washington State. I, I just, I you know love... Chip's
1: going to be ready for this game. Yeah, too. He's, gonna, he's got everything in his back pocket for this one. You might see yeah. the annexation of Puerto Rico in this. Game. <laughs> Seriously, yeah, you might throw ice box out and there. And Bo for, Pick's for, for. plays for Oregon. He doesn't play for
0: UCLA. That's the thing for me. So Bo Nix has cost me so
1: much money. What seems like the last fifteen years. <laughs> I don't want to do that to myself. Brooklyn has a 108-104 lead on Toronto. That game's coming down to the wire. When we come back, still one more hour to go. We got more NFL previews coming your way. We got PJ's picks, and then all of our weekend picks before we get out of here at MGM Tonight.